Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode number 40. So today we're going to be talking about other people's thoughts. But before we get to that, uh, of course, I need to share with you the best thing I ate this week. (laughs) Um, I love actually listening to these. So too many to choose from, but I am going to narrow it down to my Irish and cooked this amazing roast chicken last night. And we get these amazing chickens from the farmer's market. So there's just so much flavor. It's such a classic dish. The family loves it. And he does it with a heap of different herbs and he um, makes this like sauce, like a, a reduction at the end, like pan juices, gravy, and it's so good. And we had it with miso mayo and uh, I made a carrot salad that was lovely with that as well. Plan for today is first I'll share like the story behind this episode, like why I've included. And then um, we're going to talk about like why other people's thoughts aren't helpful and what you can do instead. Then I'll share a key takeaway and that will be it for today. So the story behind this episode, there were a few things that led me to create an episode on other people's thoughts. First was like talking to one of my clients in the Naturally Healthy Club and she had was mentioning how you know she'd been out to a restaurant with some friends and she actually really wanted the salad, but she found herself ordering the nachos because everyone else was having nachos just to kind of fit in and then ended up you know not being so happy with her choice. So that was one thing that got me thinking about other people's thoughts. And then another thing was a few months ago, went over to a friend's place for dinner, which doesn't happen very often when this time of lockdowns and all those sorts of things. And I found myself having the thought, like I knew I'd had enough, but I was overeating because I had this thought, I really want them to know that we enjoyed this. And I just caught myself and I was able to coach myself on it in the moment. But it was, I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting that I'm changing my behavior of what I'm going, what I'm, how much I'm eating based on me wanting someone else to think a certain thing. So I thought that was interesting. And then I've also been reading um, Nigella Lawson's book, which I think was her first one called How to Eat. And in that she says, you know, never say diet. You know, people will talk you out of it if they think you're trying to eat healthily. And also that, you know, no one's interested in anyone else. If you don't tell them, they won't notice. So I was like, right, okay. So these things were leading me to to include this episode. And also it's, you know, Christmas this week. And I thought that's, you know, we are going to be eating. Most of us are going to be eating with other people this week. And so it's a good opportunity to just check in um, with other people's thoughts. So, yeah, let's talk about why other people's thoughts aren't helpful. So basically, you know, we never really know what people are thinking. <laughs> We're not inside their heads, thankfully. We've got our own heads to worry about. Um, but the thing is, I think Nigella's is absolutely right. Like we're all self-obsessed. Like all our thoughts are really about us and we're the star in our own movie. So like people aren't really thinking about about us. And even if they are, like we can't control other people's thoughts and us changing our behavior to to try and control what someone else is thinking. It's really, it's manipulative. It doesn't feel good and it, it really erodes your self-trust. 
And I think the biggest thing with why we don't want to worry about other people's thoughts, it's it's one of the things that really prevents us from being true to ourselves and actually achieving our goals. So it's it's not helpful on, on so many le- levels. So let's talk about what to do instead. So the first thing here is to really just decide, like everything that we do, it's like comes down to a decision and you want to decide to be authentic and get into the habit of asking yourself, like, what do I really want? And, you know, in the example of, you know, being at someone's house, like, do I really want to be the perfect guest <laughs> or a good guest? Is, it, is that what's what I really want here? Or do I want to be true to myself? And there's no right or wrong answer there. Like, there's benefits to to both. But I think making that conscious decision, like you might decide, yeah, it's really important to me that I'm I'm a good guest and then just eat whatever's put in front of me. And in that case, go for it. Like, awesome. But also, you know, equally true, if you've got some food preferences of things that you'd prefer not to eat, you, you don't have to finish your plate. Like it's really, that's equally valid as well, like being true to yourself. So, you know, and in some situations you might, depending on the, the host, you might want to choose one or the other. It's like, not like you have to decide either way all the time. And then what to do instead, you know, just don't explain and follow Nigella's lead. Like just don't tell them and they won't notice. And I think this is particularly true with alcohol. Like if you're if you don't if you don't don't want to drink, like just let your glass be filled and just don't drink it. Just leave it there. <laughs> and people aren't gonna notice. And particularly the people that are drinking the most are gonna be enjoying the their drinks and they're not going to be paying attention to you. Whereas if you explain, oh, you know, I'm not drinking because, like that just directs the conversation to that topic and then people feel guilty about their drinking and whatever, whatever, like, you know, it just gets into this not so great situation. Whereas if you just don't explain, you can just let it slide. And of course, if it comes up, tackle it then, but there's no need to draw attention to it. Um, and then the next idea I have is to like show your appreciation with words instead of a clean plate. And this is what I ended up doing with my friends. I caught myself, stopped eating, you know, before I was completely starved. And I actually you know, sent them, that's in my habit, like I, I, whenever we go to someone's house, I always like send a follow-up text message the next day. And like, I know for myself, when someone does that, like, it's like, it means way more to me that that they've actually, like, you know, if someone says, you know, I'm still thinking about that asparagus, like whatever it was, like that means way more to me that they're actually still thinking about it down the track than if they just clear their plate, like in the moment. So yeah, there's always a way to show your appreciation words. And if you want really to go the whole hog, like, you know, a handwritten note is <laughs> that that really says, um, you know, that, that someone's gone to that effort. It really is, does show your appreciation. Um, and then what else can you do instead? If you want, so if you, I guess in terms of like resources, if you want to explore these ideas more, the first one I'd recommend is episode 31. And that's teaching you how to listen to your body and follow your own nutritional compass. Um, another episode that would be good on this theme is like the episode on number 13, which is trusting yourself because that's a huge piece of it. And then episode eight, like learning to manage your self-talk is is another one I'd recommend revisiting if you're up for a bit, bit of extra uh, joyful eating this week. So that brings us to our key takeaways. So I think you know, Nigella sums it up so beautifully, like no one is interested in anyone else. If you don't tell them, they won't notice. So 
I think, you know, listen to Nigella and really just comes down to trusting yourself and check in with what you really want and just know that you can do this. You've got this. And if you want more help with it, you're always welcome to come and join us in the Naturally Healthy Club. We enroll twice a year and details are uh, on my website, which is thestonesoup.com, but links in the show notes. And also I wanted to take this opportunity to say, you know, Merry Christmas and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have, a f- however you celebrate, or even if you don't celebrate, I hope that you're well and that, yeah, I, I really appreciate you listening to this, whether you've been with me from the very beginning or whether this is your first episode. Uh, it means a lot to me that I um, get the opportunity to help people have a healthier relationship with food. So I will catch you next week. Okay, bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.